Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Prickly Cactus Podcast, brought to you by Dejado Tequila Soda. I don't think you're allowed to say that, but I, but I respect it. Soon to be brought to you by them. <laughs> yeah, uh, my guest today, my good pal Frankie, Franco, Francine, whatever you want to call her. How are you, man? <laughs> good. Howdy. Hi. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, you know, beautiful, uh, beautiful spring day, April 10th. We got the door open in the studio here. Got the birds singing. And you know where we are for the Prickly Cactus, guys. We're holding it down here at Everything Hurts Studios. We got the Dream Team back there on the ones and twos. Sash, Jay, Zach, shout out to you guys. Hello. Hello. Vanzai. <laughs> yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, we lost DMX this week. That was a sad, uh, sad day for music, R. for R. rap D. music. And whoever his uh, crack supplier was, he's probably upset right now. He lost a good customer. You went there. Too soon. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite DMX song? Oh, man. I don't know. They're all anthems. I'm so bad with like remembering what songs' actual names are. I yeah. can do lyrics, but I'll never remember the song's name. Yeah, I like X, go and give it to you. I mean, yeah, classic. Rough Riders anthem when he's barking like a dog at the beginning. Hundred percent. I love what you Belly. Belly was such a such a big movie for me growing up. Yeah, and then Nas. He did one with uh, Steven Seagal, right? Cradle to the Grave, I think it was called. Steven Seagal, what what a legend. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's inspiration for us all. He's quite the character. Have you Steven read Seagal. like all the bad shit that Steven Seagal has done? Like he sh- he when he was doing that show where he was basically pretending to be a cop, he shot someone's family dog, <laughs> like on with, while they were recording the show. Like he put the dog. You can down. read on Wikipedia all of the horrible things that Steven Seagal has done. Not to mention he's like BFFs with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Vlad. <laughs> Shout out to Putin. Was recently named Russia's sexiest man alive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, but I no one. I think he's the one. He's the, he got the only vote on. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was an executive decision. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's funny. And he's not. He's not a good-looking guy. Like even if you were, uh, even if you were a woman who awoken from a coma it's after ten very years. It's hard to find a man who dyes his hair black, sexually attractive. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a. Uh, it's 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 a cursed image from my childhood. All the Italian men in my neighborhood that had like shoe polish in their hair when I was growing up. <laughs> uh, Italians, yeah, fuck. <coughs> That's the only time you refuse an offer from them, right? The only time. Hey. Otherwise, I'm wide open. <laughs> <laughs> open for business. Yeah. No, but um, so you have a uh, you have a substantial background in the restaurant industry and service industry. I sure do. So I wanted to uh, touch on that and how, just how crazy that's changed over this past year with yeah. with the vid and uh, everything. Do you want to tell us a little bit about I mean, I remember it shutting down, I think March 16th, I think March 15th last year was my last day and nobody knew what was about to happen. We were all very much in the dark and um, yeah, it's definitely been a wild ride, to say the least. I know both my parents are basically out of business. Yeah, both my parents in the industry as well. And, and dad can't leave his house because he's almost 70. And mom sells wine for a living. And she's down to less than like two-thirds of what she was making. Like, I think she's down to one-third of what she was making before. Because restaurants aren't one-third. buying wine in Toronto. <clears throat> because what's the point, right? Yeah, what's the point? Every... Every 
one every three restaurants doors is shuttered basically Ooh, uh, you hear that guy that's the crispy boy. sound of dejado <laughs> arriba i love this i'm sending this to chris um yeah, no, the the restaurant industry's been crazy. Living in Hamilton, it's been definitely a lot easier. I've got a lot of friends who are struggling incredibly because Toronto's been in full lockdown. Other than the summertime, they were allowed to have their patios open, but... Yeah, I heard... Um, that's it. Like, nor- I think it was North America and even maybe the world, Toronto had the most days of total stay-at-home order, yeah. apparently. I don't know if that's... Yeah. I mean... I, I don't have the statistics on it because I've almost completely stopped paying attention to the news because it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it definitely is the longest for any city in North America. Yeah. In Toronto? Yeah. The thing that drives me nuts, and I'm sure not even just me, but everybody else, is is when the entire province goes into lockdown because of Toronto's numbers and you've got places like Kenora, Ontario, that yeah. are that are suffering because of what we're doing downtown. I can't imagine the rest of the province is very happy with Yeah, like Thunder Bay. Yeah. Thunder Bay, they shut down Thunder Bay. It's they hard. No it's really hard. When we were driving through there on our road trip uh, last month, it was definitely interesting. But nobody fucking likes Toronto anyways. Yeah. I, li- I like <laughs> to visit outside it. outside of Toronto. I would like to visit it. I would never live there. Oh, I grew up there, and I love it. It's a great city. I think that it's, I mean... For experience and for how open-minded diverse, and, and diverse it is and yeah. food, it's, it's, I, c- I would not have wanted to grow up anywhere else, especially for the restaurant scene. Like I'm fully immersed in it. I love it. It's all I do. That's what my hobbies are. My hobbies are drinking and eating, and it's what I do for a living. And it's definitely been really difficult uh, for everybody. Yeah. No, yeah. for We're sure. We're all in the same boat, though. I mean, other than... Uh, a small percentage of people who are making money exponentially yeah. more so than everyone else. Yeah. <coughs> Jeff Bezos. Thri- no, not even him. Like, there's just tons of people who are thriving right now. People who work in office jobs and can work from home. I have customers yeah. who are like, I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, must be fucking nice. <laughs> must be fucking must nice. Must be nice. Give it to me. You can do that. Yeah, I'll take a loan that mm. I'll never pay back. Yeah. Not a loan. But I'll. Uh, money. Yeah, Very. I got a. I got a buddy. She. Uh, she was working for. Uh, she was working for the CRA mm-hmm. and she was auditing businesses, going to businesses and auditing. What a cunt. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously. Get a fucking real job. Get a real job. <laughs> but no, she got transferred. Um, Health Canada needed people for uh, monitoring, uh, like contact tracing. So yeah. her new job, she went from working for the CRA on the phone, going to businesses, mm-hmm. telling them, pay your taxes, yeah. to calling people who had a COVID test, they would write that, they would tell her over the phone how many people they were in contact with. She would have right, to individually, she would have to individually call fucking 38 Everybody. people. Yeah. What if it's an Italian it's person? It's better like that they don't have to call themselves. It's like the whole thing. It's like when you get an STD and you got to call everyone you've had sex with and be like, ah, oh, man, sorry, you better go get tested. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of STDs, have you ever had one? Um, That's a very intense question. You don't have to answer. I can totally answer it. Uh, I had HPV. Yeah. HPV? But like, what? Like one in every two people has it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's how that works, right? I like those. It's 50. Like everybody had HPV. Yeah, no, I had HPV when I was 19. I had to go get like the precancerous cells zapped out of my cervix. It was a good time. Bazinga. Good time for everyone. Good time for everyone. Speaking yeah. of uh, your cervix, is, is that where IUDs are implanted? Correct. Yes. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so you learned something today. Trying to trying to get my geography better with the geography vagina. of the of the female anatomy. Yeah. I respect it, man. Ask me any questions you need. I'll I'll uh, 
I'll help you out <laughs> as best I can. <laughs> Start doing a visual, like I'm a visual learner, so you have to show me. Right, right. No, I'll get someone else to do that part for you. <laughs> Yeah. We can just go down to Barton Street and find someone who would happily do that for happily. a couple dollars. Yeah, shout out to all the sex workers that are trying to make it through right now. Yeah, I Straight hope. Straight the fuck up. I hope Those women, whoo, women hope, and men, bless them. Bless them. Yeah, I hope they're on OnlyFans because that's how they sub, must oh, be supplementing. Oh, I can assure you are most likely not, but uh, <laughs> if if they want some help with that, they can, we can do it, <laughs> we can do it on my yeah. computer. <laughs> yeah, guys, drop me a line if you're a sex worker on Barton. We'll, we'll get your OnlyFans going. Straight up. I got lots of ideas like Foot Fridays, Foot Wet Fridays. Wednesdays. There's so much we can do here. Yeah, yeah. You can take a mold of your pussy and, and have your own fleshlight made out of it. Right, Quincy? Yeah, shout out to Bella Danger. I have her fleshlight. A fleshlight yeah. molded from her vag. She do a shot out of it. <laughs> only, if you, only if you do. Uh, we're brothers, I can't. We're brothers. <laughs> Yeah, I won't do a shot, but I'll do like a, a labia luge. A labia I'll luge. Pour it down the lips. Yeah, that would burn. I'm not lying, that would burn. <laughs> I have a labia. I'm aware that that would not feel good. <laughs> no, but uh, best, yeah, best 100 bucks I ever spent. Like, because my old one was just getting beat put up. through the ringer. Yeah, beat up, pun intended. <laughs> beat up. Yeah, beat I mean, up. I feel like cum's pretty acidic. I know the vagina's fairly acidic. I wonder if it would like slowly get eaten away. Yeah. Huh. Maybe, yeah. The, the no, deterioration. I think the vagina is way more acidic than, than, than cum. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. This is the best. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I love cum. Shout out to mom and dad. <laughs> Shout out to the mother and the father. Um, but yeah, no, back to the industry. It's definitely... <laughs> it's definitely been thrown through the ringer. It's just, it's just funny to think of like where we're all going to be after this. And, and also, how many people don't want to be in the industry more after it? People have had a taste of, like, other things. And, and um, I don't know, like, I know I never want to work until 3.30 in the morning ever again. Oh, I couldn't imagine, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm 31. I don't feel like doing it anymore, regardless. Because when you're younger, you can... Uh... Yeah, Maybe got you better can, stamina. I don't know. You can drink. You can drink through it, sort of. But as you get older, well, I mean, every restaurant's different. Some let you drink on the job, and some don't. And obviously, obviously, as you get older. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bounce back from drinking a lot faster, but it's just hard on you. It's so hard on your body. Yeah. Hard on your body being on your feet all night and taking shit from people. Like, serving people is not... There are parts of it that are glamorous and there are parts that aren't. I think it's the most incredible industry. There's not a fucking single thing that I regret. It's gotten... Like, it's allowed me to travel the entire world. I can work anywhere because yeah. of doing it. It allowed me to buy house it's allowed me to um make some of the most incredible friends and meet some really really interesting fucking people yeah. but um yeah i feel like it's just a melting pot but on the day-to-day -day, it's not glamorous like there's such a, an amazing sense of camaraderie like you get through a shift with a group of people and you just you've basically been beaten up you feel like you're leaving fight club yeah but like there's this amazing sense of camaraderie coming out of it and going and having a drink together and and unwinding and well, it reminds me of an expression I heard, Franco. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So you've gone through something yeah. like that that's, like, really emotionally. It's like, fuck, you're going through it. Yeah. And it's changing you, and you come out of that, like... It's like you're getting, uh... It's like you're getting, um, built up to get broken down. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, it depends on who your fucking boss is, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, and the other thing I wanted to ask you, uh... 
from a female perspective, being on that end of the industry, you must deal with a lot of misogyny and just terrible behavior from drunk males sometimes. I mean, yeah. I feel like most women endure that in almost every industry. Um, yeah, in the in the restaurant industry, it's easy. It's interesting because you see people, men think that they're paying for your time a lot of the time. And it's funny when men talk about throwing money around, uh, like tipping you, obviously based on how well of a job you do. You always feel like you're God, I don't know. How do I say this? You're trying to figure out how to take their money because you need it because yeah. you're making twelve twenty-five an hour. Like they're legally allowed to pay you two dollars less than the minimum wage because you're making tips, which um, they don't in other countries like Australia, right? In Australia, you make like a proper wage, but it's Australia was interesting when I lived in Australia. Like if you work between certain hours. Uh, the wage is higher. Like, if you work... I think it's in the evening. I can't remember. I lived there, God, like, five years ago. Like, you make 21... This was a while ago. $21 an hour from, like, 12 p.m. until... Or, like, from when bars open until 5, and then when it switches over... And I got the hours wrong on that. But, yeah. like, when it switches like over to the time. evening, you make even more. You make, peak. like, 24 to 25. And I'm sure that the wage has gone up since I worked there. But yeah. everything is so much more expensive there. Alcohol is more expensive. The cost of living is more expensive. Is that food is more expensive? Is that because they're a big island and they got? Because they're in the middle of nowhere and and everything has to kind of be shipped over there. But it's just like in in Australia, and New Zealand, the cost of living is just far higher. Yeah, yeah. Never, uh, never been, but highly it's recommend beautiful. New Zealand more so than Australia. Yeah, I got a buddy. Um, I'm biased. Yeah, I got a buddy. Um, he's in Queenstown. Yeah, yeah. Did were you ever there? Uh, in Queenstown in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did the whole, uh, I did the whole country twice. Yeah. Because I was very lucky. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, my ex-boyfriend and I bought, like, a shitty Toyota Hi-Ace, like, one of those painter's vans. Yeah, yeah. The door opens. We put a futon couch and, like, uh, built, like, a stand for our Coleman stove and traveled the South Island, which was really great. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. What's, uh, what's on the South Island? Is Wellington on the South Island? South Island is the northern... Oh, sorry. Uh, Wellington is south. south. Yeah. Um, Christchurch. Uh, Nelson and all those like uh, places are in the north through the um, the strait, the Cook Strait. Cook Strait. Cook Strait is the ferry, like, oh, sorry, the, the waterway that you pass over to get from the south uh, to the north. Gotcha. Named after James Cook, RIP. That guy sucked. <laughs> Shout out James. <laughs> who was James Cook for those of us who don't James know? James Cook was the guy who, oh man. James Cook was the guy, he was one of the, oh my god, I feel like such a dumbass right now. He We can get a fact check on Founded, it, he discovered New Zealand, and then a couple of other Pacific Islander places, and he ended up oh. uh, being murdered by the Hawaiians, they ate him, thank god. So he was probably an asshole if he discovered. Yeah, he was a real piece of anytime shit. Anytime someone discovered like something. Like in Columbus. They were raping, raping and pillaging. in hell. Yeah. Now nah, they don't deserve that. They probably both are in hell right now. With each dick in a Chinese finger in trap. In a Chinese finger trap. They can't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was such a great... Yeah, was, shout out uh, Eric Andre. Shout out Eric Andre for yeah. making the most amazing film. That's so fucking good. Yeah. Shout out to Hannibal Buress also for that amazing arrest video in Florida. Yeah, fuck. That was so, so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, uh, go online. on the, Go on, on the YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, go on, go on the webs there. 
Uh, it's so good. He's calling out the cop the whole time, asking him 59 times, why are you arresting me? Why are you arresting you me? No, he's like, hey, it's me, Hannibal Burris. This cop is stupid as fuck. Yeah. And it's all the cop's fucking footage, body cam. Yeah, it's on the GoPro. <laughs> That's amazing. But they never told him. They never read him his rights. No, they never... they let him, I think they let him go at the end of it. But like they hold him in the car and like won't. I don't know. Cops are trash. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> That's my opinion. Yeah. And you're entitled to it. That's the beauty of the PC podcast here. We're not PC and we don't discriminate no matter what your beliefs are. Unless. No, I'm joking. Ah, no. ah. We can find something. We'll we figure can find it out. something. <laughs> no, it's good to keep an open mind, even if I don't agree with what someone thinks. I love hearing them out. Yeah. And if they feel strongly about a subject, no matter what it is, I'll always listen to them and give them the time of day. That is what the hardest fucking part is about, I feel like, the age we're living in is everybody is living in their own fucking echo chamber where they only hang out with people who agree with them. And people are fighting instead of having a conversation. If you meet someone who has a different opinion than you and you just either want to hit them because they don't think the same way as you yeah, or you just don't want to talk, people want to shout into the void and be heard, but they don't want to listen. Yeah, And I think that that's what's the scariest thing about the age that we live in is that uh, no one's having fucking conversations anymore and and sitting down and, and figuring out why they don't agree on all these things yeah they're just you can come to i'm sure some sort of agreement with most rational people yeah you can have uh informed discussion with them yeah. and come to an agreement or you learn a disagreement. something that you fucking didn't know yeah yeah but some people get so bullheaded when nobody you wants bring to listen it's up. like if we have a difference of opinion then you're a racist or if we have a difference of, of opinion then then you're a <clears throat> I don't know, transphobic sheep. yeah yeah it's always There's a lot something. of people who just haven't had exposure to what you have, and it's about yeah. I, I think know, it's talking. Uh, <laughs> I think it's social media does that because they see a clip or a video online, they weren't there, and they don't put their put themselves in the shoes of being there. They just see the comment bar and they just post their three cents after oh, an eight second point, and you're not even getting to the real issue of it. That's just how it is, right? I don't yeah. think uh, how great are reading those fucking comments though, and like dumb shit so you're like, good oh just watching people fight on the internet it's so toxic i love it i love it yeah especially like there's uh d- down in the south there's uh there's these people they do like ufc fights but in a guy's backyard and it's like <laughs> fenced off it's so good they do full intros like bum fights but yeah. but but like southerners yeah yeah which state uh somewhere somewhere in the bible Probably belt like i don't oklahoma. know <laughs> oklahoma or kansas who knew Oklahoma was more fucked up or as fucked up as Florida? Yeah. Until we saw Tiger King. Tiger King. That's like King. the best part of COVID. Carol fucking basket. Carol fucking basket. Check the, check the septic tank. When he's given his fucking workers expired Walmart meat. They're like, what do you... What he are was they? giving the, the animals expired fucking yeah. meat that he was getting. They were his workers, right? I thought it was his his tigers and shit. Yeah. The animals. Oh, his work. Yeah, you see his workers. I thought you meant like the people that... No, sir. ...worked for him. I mean, they were probably eating it too. (laughs) Yeah. The one guy, I feel bad for him. I'm glad he's still alive. He looked like he was... He was a guy who like had one leg? Yeah. That guy was sick. Wasn't that a girl? No, she had one hand. Oh, yeah. And then the other (laughs) guy had one leg. And you were going to be like, there's no way this guy didn't lose his leg in the tiger cage and then it's because he had what was it he was like he had a motorcycle accident or something i can't remember yeah he was he was 
doing PCP and yeah. took his Kawasaki out oh, for a spin. Fuck, that guy's a real G. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell he's lived. You know when you look at someone... You're like, wow, this motherfucker's lived. You and me should go, sorry, you and I should go down. Every time (laughs) I say you and me, my mom is in my ear. She's like, you and I. You and I. You and I. You and I. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Maya Dilla. Shout out to the mother. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we should go down. Let's go do the barbecue belt. Like, it was at Nashville. I've been to Nashville. Nashville's a good time. I'd love to go back to Tennessee, but yeah, let's go down and do like the armpit of the United States. Let's go do like Oklahoma. I want to go to Salt Lake City. You want to go to Salt Lake City? And just fuck with the Mormons. Just troll them. My aunt was a Mormon. She moved to Salt Lake City. My condolences. She's out. She's out now. She's, she's living in the East coast of Canada. She got, she got her freedom. Thank God she got got her freedom back. Thank God. I thought that was going to be another Waco there in Salt Lake City. Like the Branch Davidians. They're a little crazy. The guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy who founded Mormonism, he... I watched that documentary on Netflix. Murder Among the Mormons? Yeah. He basically... That was about all the, like, all the books that they were <clears throat> finding, and that guy was... Um, insubstantiating or forging. Forging. Yeah, forging. It's just crazy. God, yeah. what people what people do for God. Sodomized religion, am I right? Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> Gonna get a shirt made. Megan Morgan and I were talking about that. We're gonna get a shirt made. So yeah. sodomized religion. We were gonna get another one that said festering cum. I don't know how this conversation. Festering. Yeah, we were talking about like we're back to cum. When you get cum in, and like when a man comes into you and it sits in there for too long, it fuck it. Like it somebody just, else was <laughs> saying this. I won't say exactly who. They're like, yeah, it fucking stinks. It's like festering cum, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because I sit on the toilet and I pee yeah. after every time I have sex. So she's had a couple UTIs then. Oh, God, haven't we all? <laughs> no, never had a UTI, but back to your uh, your <laughs> HPV thing. I had I had gonorrhea. Yeah. Uh, 20, and the stigma. 2015. Fucking A. Yeah, and the stigma. Let's make gonorrhea great again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, 100%. I know most people have definitely dabbled in the dark arts and gotten into that. <laughs> Dabbled in the dark Dabbled arts. Dabbled in the dark arts. You're a wizard, Frankie. <laughs> uh, oh, love that. Love that. You gotta, you gotta open it up here, man. You yeah. Gotta, yeah. Oh. It's just amazing because with the restaurant industry, you've been in it for so long. All this shit is happening. It's like It looks like such doomsday type scenarios. But you know once we're back to normal... What is normal? We'll never be back to normal. Like, what is normal? And also, who wants normal? Normal was pretty shitty. Yeah. I say, let's go, let's, let's reach for the top. Let's go better than normal. Yeah. Fuck normal. Well, normal's, everything's shitty, And also, like, I don't think this is going to happen for a long time with people refusing to take the vaccine and also with what a shitty job our fucking government has done with this. Fuck. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. (laughs) Um... I don't think that we're going to get to a point like vaccines don't work unless everybody takes them and everybody has a right to make that decision for themselves. I completely agree that if people don't want to take it, we can't, we can't force them. Yeah. What if they, what if they did though? What if like three months from now, that's appalling. What if three months from now they were martial law? When I was a kid, I didn't get, so when I was a kid, I got my first round of like shots when I was, I think one. Yeah. And I had a really bad reaction to them. And when my mom took me to my pediatrician, he was like, okay, like she's obviously had an allergic reaction to something. Yeah. So she doesn't need to get them. And then when I went to high school, they tried to expel me because I didn't have my hepatitis 
uh, vaccinations. Expel you. They tried to expel me for not having my vaccinations, but I had an affidavit signed by my doctor that said I didn't need to get them. And now I've had all of them. Like, when I went traveling, I was like, okay, I better get, like, all of my shots that I need 100% as an adult. And I would have had them as a child, too. I, I think that... I think if you should get them, you should... If you can get them, you should get them. Like, my parents are by no means anti-vaxxers. My parents are just like, oh, they spoke to their my pediatrician, and he recommended that we hold off for a while. Yeah. I think that with this, they're like the people who... Like, kids... I might be wrong about this, but are kids not being the biggest spreaders right now? Like, because all the schools are open, and children are... I mean, you can't... Yeah, allegedly. You can't rely on a child to not have a childhood and to not be a dumbass. Yeah. And like run around and. Hey, don't be human, okay? Okay, little Timmy? Don't be human. human. No no worries. Don't be human. Yeah, that won't fuck them up irreparably Um, later on. Yeah, I agree. So, but like they're not vaccinating children and like they're not vaccinating essential workers. Like they want restaurants to stay open. Not now, obviously, but before they wanted restaurants to stay open and like they weren't going to include us in the stage two. Uh, vaccination of people and now they're talking about doing it again I believe but like I said I fucking even stopped paying attention to the news because yeah. it it's driving me nuts it changes every day yeah I gotta like if I can't work let me sit in my backyard drink fucking beer and just I don't know FaceTime my friends yeah <laughs> nightmare just enjoy my friend's company yeah yeah just let me catch my buzz stop <laughs> yeah. with your depressing news because you're only telling one side yeah. every time Doug Ford you owe me a fucking liver transplant after this yeah I got cirrhosis <laughs> Doug Ford thanks a lot but yeah it's very uh it's yeah it's you just tell the other side you got to go to alternative I, I don't know if it's called alt-right media but like you got to go to the other side to get the other story because the, all the oh general media doesn't only tells one side and then when you go to the alt-right all media only tells well that's not true there's some media that's unbiased but that's the thing it's so hard to fucking everything is so black and white these days but there's so much great cbc was but when you talk to alt-right people or or the right side of things they're like oh cbc's biased guardian's biased like they're liberal and like i think of the liberal i think of being liberal as centrist that is the center Libertarian? Is that no, the same thing? No. Oh, sorry. Liberals. It's a big are word. Centrists. Can you say it slower? That's a really big word. What libertarian? <laughs> Thank you. You should bring uh, bleep 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 on the phone yeah. on the podcast yeah, for we'll, this. We'll get bleep, <laughs> bleep, you want to talk about libertarians? Bring the uh, bring the brother you, on. You want to get yeah? <laughs> bring yeah, bring one of our brothers on. Yeah. No, but uh, I think uh, that it should be libertarian esque with the masks and no masks. What do you mean? You think that people like, should have the fucking choice to wear a mask or not wear a mask? I didn't say I think that. I just said think about this side of it. What if you go no, into... No, because you're endangering other people. But what if you're doing it in a way... What if you're just on your front lawn? You're oh, not going course. out. Oh, of course. Nobody's wearing a mask on their front lawn. I don't wear a mask on my front lawn. I FaceTimed a family member last week. She wore the mask in the FaceTime and she was at home with her immediate family. I never want to meet this family member. <laughs> Shout out bleep bleep. I won't yo bleep bleep. Bleep bleep. I uh, I won't come to that family reunion. <laughs> Bold of you to assume you're invited. Like, true. I That's have a true. fucking list longer than my arm of people that oh, want I wasn't them. saying you were going to invite oh. me. I was saying Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sneaky devil. <laughs> no, yeah. But it's just it's cool cuz uh um, I'm the second oldest 
I'm the second oldest grandchild on my mom's side, and there's there's 14 grandchildren, mm-hmm. so I'm second in line to the throne. Right, yeah. How much incest is in your family line? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, but we're not we're not blatantly racist like another royal family, right? Right, right, right. You're a royal. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not really. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say, yeah. I feel like you're patronizing me. <laughs> No, but uh, shout out to the patriarchy. Bop sh- bop. Bop bop. <laughs> We're stealing that. That's a Whitney Cummings uh, on what? her podcast. Bop bop bop. I think it's called Good for You. What her podcast is? And that's her. Well, I know that bop bop, 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 bop is a Brooke Taylorism, and if Whitney Cummings wants to steal that from Brooke Taylor, Square I'll fight up. her. <laughs> Square up, Whit. Square up. Throw hands. B T A will put you in the dirt. Yeah, that's right. Because she also likes Zach. Is gar- uh, gardens a lot? Yeah, she sure is, man. She went to university for like sustainable agriculture, I believe. Sustainable. Sustainable agriculture, and uh, I might be wrong. She'll be like, "Fuck, Frankie, I've told you five fucking times that I've gone <laughs> to school for you, dumb best friend." Um, <laughs> but yeah, now she's in school for viticulture and winemaking. Yeah, the grapes. That's Shout all. Shout out mental illness. Shout out mental illness. What song is that? What song is that referencing? Uh, Zach Fox. He's that comedian. It's like Jesus is the one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lease a car and run it into white-owned businesses because I got depression. <laughs> Shout out to Jesus. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, really great song. Fuck, I forgot about that. That's a great song. You know what else is a great song? We were bumping it before we uh, went live here. Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. That song does things to me, you know? Whatever happened to the little girl from Matilda? She's still looking for parents. <laughs> Danny DeVito could get it. I love him so much. He's so adorable. <laughs> I, I just want him to I just want to cuddle him. I don't know why. <laughs> you know that he so the woman who played his wife in Matilda is his wife in real life. The chick from Cheers. Oh, uh uh Shelley Long? Is that what her name is? Like Sam Malone's wife in Cheers. I don't know, there's so many people in Cheers. Ah uh, yeah. Fraser Crane? Danny DeVito is married to Fraser Crane? I love Frasier. I think her name's Rita. Yeah, Rita I was gonna Hayworth? say Rita. Rita. Danny DeVito, wife. Tom. Check Rhea, in. Rhea Perlman. Rhea. Shout out Rhea Perlman. Shout out Rhea Perlman. <laughs> I think she'd like Dahato. I yeah, Rhea. She has like a perm, doesn't she? Like curly hair. It, like. I think she's Italian American. If you want to get real racist about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you were just naming geography. How's that? I guess that's racist. Uh, she's got like a nice tight curl. She's got a Jerry curl. <laughs> Jerry curl. Like Easy E. Mm. Yeah. Just like Easy E. Rhea Perlman, Easy E. Except one of them. Almost them's, identical. One of them's alive, one of them's not. Right. Anyways, speaking of rappers who are dead, DMX, like it's. Yeah. You don't have to like, you don't have to like a guy's music. He was only 50, man. Yeah, he was only 50. 50. He was only 50. He's 50, yeah. He, uh, that was sad. You don't have to like a guy's music to just understand the influence he had on people. Like, he had a huge influence. I saw and a lot. It's live... also so sad when somebody, like, is struggling and dies from a drug overdose. Yeah. I think it was a heart attack that was caused by the drug overdose, but either way, yeah. So sad. Yeah. No, I made, I made jokes about it earlier, but that's just how oh. my brain copes with these no scenarios. Shit. Joke about everything. I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take our tel- ourselves too seriously, right? No. <clears throat> yeah, keep burping in that mic. Fucking belching up a storm. I love it. There. There's a storm of brewing. Yeah. 
The Perfect Storm. Pretty good movie. What's it called when like you can listen to the sounds from somewhere like AS ASMR ASR? What is it? I don't know, guys. Come on, what is it called when is you can like ASMR? ASMR, yeah. It's like listening to you burp like that. People are gonna be like, oh, I just miss sitting at the bar beside the lonely neighborhood drunk. <laughs> People do that. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to ASMR. I hope that that's what it's called. Otherwise, I just sound like an asshole. Um, on YouTube, you can like go on and listen to like the sound effects of sitting at a bar. You can hear like people doing cocktail shaking that's and like so background cool. noise. Yeah, Morgan was posting it. I want like, the middle of COVID. She's like, for anyone who misses sitting at the bar, I want to listen to an ASMR of a porno production, but no Why don't you sex. Just watch porn, you ding dong. No, I want to hear the fluffers. Oh, like, oh man, uh, my fucking arthritis. Is, is a fluffer out. a real job? Yeah, I think it used to be. I don't think a fluffer is a real job now. Fluffers, if you're out there, you keep working. Frankie tag us, will notice you. Tag us. Tag us. Uh, <laughs> tag the, the Prickly Cactus podcast. Yeah, yeah at, at Quincy Philp. Uh, we don't have a Instagram. For no, the... we're making one like today or tomorrow because I'm tired of this. Yeah. You gonna need a woman to get shit done, am I right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> I'm scared of women. Stop. Have you met my mom? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> don't talk about women and violence in my past. <laughs> Start your own line of prickly cactus cast iron frying pans. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out mental illness. Oh my god, fuck, that's a great bit. Isn't that a great bit? You can have that. That's your bit. It is my bit. Own your bit. But Be I don't proud of your bit. Raise your bit. Raise your bit. Nurse it. Until people tell you, I like the cut of I your bitch nurse. jib. I can't I drink too much. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, oh, man. I'm never asking you for a liver transplant if I'm going south. You don't fucking want this liver. Nobody wants this liver. Are you fucking high? <laughs> no one wants this lung, these lungs, this liver, kidneys. No, no good. But people do want. But I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm a lot of fun. Yeah. But I never say no. <laughs> never. No, it's uh, fuck. It's just great to have you here. Thanks, man. It's love to be here. I love shooting the shit. Love shooting the shit. Love laughing. La- laughing is probably my favorite thing ever. It's, yeah, it's the best Fuck, medicine. Man. It is the best medicine. It's probably the only reason why I've made it through. Half my friends are fucking comedians. Yeah. I like to think I am. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like it's so important. And there's nothing like nothing makes me feel better than being able to make other people laugh. And nothing makes me happier or I think is more attractive than than someone else being able to make me laugh. That's so attractive. I love how it, um, I love how it always, you can always fill a silence with comedy or change a situation from a negative to a positive. It doesn't matter what happens. I also really love making people uncomfortable. (laughs) Me too. I thrive on it. I love, I love getting really dark humor in like not bad places. Well, it's about not taking fucking anything too seriously. Like, come on. And that's the problem, right? People take themselves and everything too seriously everything too seriously at the end of the fucking day we're specks of dust we're specks of dust floating around on this flat earth (laughs) (laughs) preach Preach. you guys don't know the flight paths yeah no that's a different that's a different episode entirely but what do you if you had one cause for uh covid in general what would it be one cause? Yeah, if you just had to boil it down to one thing. Like one thing that I think caused it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I fucking 
like was it, feels it like everything changes every week i like not with that obviously but within covid like there's a different like it's like okay droplets are now the like droplets are the thing but before they thought it was like covid could live on surface spaces for up to 28 days and now they're like oh it can't it's like three it's just fucking constantly changing it's so annoying but um but with the cause i don't know like my neighbor my neighbor bleep um, up, bleep loves to go on the dark web literally like, and he's like oh i knew that this was coming months before it actually came because they were talking about it like the dark web is where people like most memes come from that first yeah i remember the silk road i don't think that's still around but they used to a guy the owner of that place put out a hit on someone who the fuck what's the silk road it's oh. like yeah jay take over here what's the silk road i'm going to i'm going to butcher it i think i only know the um the surface of it, but it was basically a spot in the internet that you could dive into, that you could buy illegal drugs. It was buy, a marketplace. Yeah, you could buy humans, and you could humans. just have yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, Anything. but you could get it shipped to you anywhere. Yeah, you do whatever you want through crypto. So yeah, my neighbor goes on the dark web, and um, he was saying that he knew months before that COVID was coming, but now he's talking about how he thinks, and like, don't get me wrong, I don't take all my news from this guy. I do love him. He's amazing. He helps me out around the house all the time, but you know, <laughs> he was like, yeah, because I'm all alone. Um, he was telling me that they think that in Wuhan, they're like, there's a there's a lab where they make viruses and yeah. they're for like, they think that the next major wars are going to be obviously, uh, biological, biological. And, um, he thinks that it is man-made and all of that. And I go, I don't know, but like nothing fucking surprises me anymore. Nothing surprises anymore. Like, I don't think yeah. that our government knows what the fuck they're doing. I don't think, but that... have they ever known? Pardon? Have they ever known what they're doing? I mean, I don't know. I think that, I think as a child, you think that they do. And I think that my parents also thought that, like, the government had our best interests in order. Like, when I talk about 9-11, and I love to tell my mom that 9-11 was an inside job, because I think half of me believes that it was. Yeah, because jet and fuel can't goes, melt steel beams, right? Well, my mom goes, a government would never do that to their people. And I'm like, are you the, f like, are you the most naive person ever? In what fucking world do you think the U.S. government would not fucking do that? They don't give a shit about human life. The, U the U.S. were the first people... In the UN to pull out of Rwanda during the Hutu Tutsi genocide because yeah. they didn't want to deal with repercussions. Because they don't care yeah. about people, about the the little guy. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck caused it. I always thought that it was people in wet markets because the more we encroach on endangered species and mm -hmm. wild animals um, habitats, the more likely we are to come in contact with diseases that human bodies don't know how to fight off. Yeah, there's because, no antibodies yet. Yeah, we don't have. I mean, every virus is mutated, and and what animals can cope with humans can't and i don't Cause fucking a, know because a bat a scientist quincy because a bat fucked the rooster well people were thinking that it was a pangolin the, and then like it went back to bat because it was a bat originally and like don't get me wrong i don't think people should eat endangered animals or species that are i mean obviously we we farm certain animals because in western culture obviously it's what is the norm yeah and i don't think other cultures should be told not to not to fucking do what they've been doing forever, but at the same time, I don't know, man. It's such a it's such a slippery slope. I was gonna toss that to Zachary because he's a vegan, right? And we're talking about uh... yeah, but veganism is very very classist. A lot of people have not been educated to eat in a vegan method, and it's very much more expensive. It's incredibly marketed. 
it's not and no there's tons of people who don't have an education about food like it's not something that's taught if you look at our food pyramid um and the way that it's structured people do not need the amount of dairy that we have been eating our entire lives the reason that we have dairy so high up on the food pyramid is because after the war we had had all of this we had a huge influx of cow farming which war the first or the second i think it was i think it was the second i don't know it might have been the first but dairy like turning milk into powdered milk was one of the best ways to send protein over to the troops and and for transportation for it and then after the war all these people were losing money because they're like oh we don't have like we've got such a huge influx of of dairy farmers but no one's buying it all because they've got I don't know, access to other food. And so they changed the food pyramid so that people had to continue buying more dairy or the same amount of dairy as they did before. They're like, you need this much dairy in your diet in order to be Supply and demand, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they... they That might be a conspiracy theory. That's something that I heard for a long time. They manipulated the pyramid numbers to sell more dairy. Yeah, because they had the farmers wouldn't go... Yeah, because they were like, we need people all hands on deck. Everyone should become a fucking dairy farmer. You're you're not wrong, and... Did you Google it? Yeah, well... it was there was another development. What was it? Two or three years ago, when the current um, federal government released like the new um, health and food guidelines yeah, pyramid? Um, that like greatly reduced the amount yeah. of dairy that you're supposed to have. No and shit. The Dairy Farmers Association just like went up in arms. And yeah. Lobbied against it and are continuing to. But it's true. Like your body does not. You're not supposed to eat the milk of another animal. Like you can get protein in so many other ways. And don't get me wrong. Like I don't think that veganism is is the only way to do it. I think that there's far more... I eat meat... I try to only eat meat every few days because I don't think that animals are farmed sustainably. I don't think that it is the quality of meat that I want going into my body. I've worked in restaurants my whole life. It's very, very rare that people are buying the top quality meat to sell you because it's so fucking expensive. Yeah, the margins, margins the are tiny. Razor thin. Razor thin. Like, it is not a glamorous job. People think that opening up a restaurant... I know so Ugh. many fucking ding-dongs who open up restaurants because, like, this is going to be great. I can walk around and schmooze and, and this and that, and I'm going to make a ton of money. No. You pay your suppliers. You pay your staff. You pay your rent. You get the fucking scraps at the end. So much overhead. There's so much overhead, especially if you're opening up a restaurant in a place like Toronto where, like, rent on College Street is, like... Or King Street. It's like 30 grand a month. <gasps> 30 grand a month? It's insane. Rent in Toronto for a restaurant on a, on a neighborhood in a neighborhood like College Street? It's something ridiculous. Yeah. No, that's commercial real estate. Yeah. but That's why, like, there are some places that are... There are some locations, like restaurant locations, that are cursed in Toronto. Like, there's uh, a couple places that can never keep a restaurant. Like intersections? Or, intersections. Like, yeah, there are some establishments that have never been able to keep, keep a restaurant for like more than a year. Like which ones? Um, there's one that's, it's finally now been able to keep a ramen place because college street is now turning into like little, like another little Japan, like little a, soul instead of not soul. Cause there's not too much Korean, but like there's tons of it's a and Japanese places popping up and don't get me wrong. I love bubble, that lots kind of, of food, tea. but little Italy is now like burgers, fried chicken, Japanese food, and then like a couple bistros. Yeah. But um, there's it's, another place. The neighborhood's gentrifying. Yeah. Right? Which is good. So it's in the corner of Clinton seen. and College, like across from Cafe Diplomatico, which is like one of the, I don't know, most old school kind of places in that neighborhood. Best patio. 
just like cheap pizzas and pastas and pitchers of beer. And they've got the most beautiful, like sun, sunny patio. And you can find anybody from the neighborhood around there across from that is where this great ramen bar is. But that before it became a ramen bar could not keep a business for, I'd say probably 10 years. Like I moved to little Italy when I was 10 years old and I'd say for, yeah, I'd probably the last 18 years. It could not keep a business in its location for more than more than nine months. Was that because the rent was too high? Or I just... don't. I think it's because a lot of people don't know what they're doing when they open up a restaurant and they don't understand that it's not glamorous and how much money is actually put into it. How much money in work? Yeah. How much money in work? I don't get me wrong. I think people are ready to do the work. I just don't think that they are ready to not be successful. And when you live in a city like Toronto where you have nothing but like an abundant, no, an abundance of places to go. Like you have so much. It's such a saturated market. You just have so much like uh, to compete with so much to compete with. And everybody loves trends and everybody follows trends and it's so fucking obnoxious. But like, if you like what you like, eat it. Yeah. You don't need to go to the hottest new place. Just get her India. Eat your fucking food. Put it yeah. in your mouth. Get her oh. India. It all comes out. It all goes in and comes out the same place, guys. <laughs> but, but yeah. No, uh, speaking of diverse, I was in Toronto. Uh, I was at a Daniel Caesar concert. This would mm. have been. Um, I love Daniel Caesar. This would have been September of 19. And we went to whatever. <laughs> I was amphitheater. Say of 1999. <laughs> no, September of, of 19, yeah. Of 19. And, uh, I can't remember where we were before, but we had Vietnamese sandwich. It was called banh mi. A banh mi. Yeah, banh mi's are banh so mi. good. Yeah. You know banh, banh mi? mi's are very um, French influenced. They're super, because the Vietnamese were so French influenced. Yeah. That's why they're on a baguette. And banh mi's are delicious. Like pickled daikon and carrot and cilantro. And then you get your choice of tofu or meat. It's so good. Oh, you're making me drool Love over a banh mi. That's what I love about Toronto, man. And, and cities like Hamilton too. Like there's such an abundance of variety yeah it's amazing whatever you like we got it whatever you like the one thing that drives me nuts about hamilton is it's like you can't fucking order anything other than fast food after 9 p.m yeah the best the thing i've found uh, in my just being here uh the things the best pizza shops closed too early yeah and don't get me wrong if i worked at them or owned them i wouldn't want to be open too late either so i totally get it but uh yeah you're like, fuck off, it's 3 a.m. I got a family. Yeah. I can't be cooking your mozzarella. <laughs> your mozzarella. <laughs> mozzarella. Yeah, I love it. No, that's Go interesting. Go home and eat your microwave beef patty, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some people are... Uh, I used to be included in this. I've, I've got into cooking later on in life in the last two and a yeah, half years. Did. But I got... I've known a lot of people who just are very ignorant in the kitchen besides the microwave like because they never had to cook growing up right so oh, it's yeah. tough when you go into adulthood it's like yeah make these great meals but then they realize how much time and effort that takes so like fuck I just it has to kind of be something you're passionate about or, or something that you at least want to learn like i i love cooking and it's something i kind of plan my day around but every time i'm eating a meal i'm thinking about what my next meal is going to be because that's the way that my brain operates. It's like, what have you done raised. for me lately? Yeah. I remember standing in the kitchen beside my mom, like at, at six years old and being like, I want to help. And my mom being like, absolutely. So not everybody has that exposure. And it's, oh, fuck yeah. See, puppy. 
Um, yeah. Not everyone has that exposure. Not everybody has that exposure. Not everybody has the education around food. Food can become very, very classist. Yeah. No, it's so true because it's so expensive to eat healthy as opposed to eating unhealthy, right? It's so expensive to eat healthy and it's so expensive to, I don't know, fucking be able to eat out and to try different things and, and there's so much classism involved in food. We also don't talk about how when we go to places like A&W and they've got that Beyond Meat burger, that the plant-based burger is just, I think, as just as an unhealthy as a meat burger because of how processed it is. What? Also how soy is so bad for the environment. After you grow soy, it takes like, I think, three to five years in order to be able to grow any other crop after it. Jeez, Farmer Franco over here. I didn't know that. That's Yeah, amazing. soy is a very... Not invasive, that's not the right word, but soy, you can't grow anything around soy after it's been in the soil. It just pollutes the soil. I don't know how it works. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a soy doctor. It's like ever, it's like after I take a poop when I drink a lot of liquor. Can we hear more about your gonorrhea or are we just going to leave? Yeah, did it burn when you pee? How did you find out you had gonorrhea? From a from a former lover who will remain nameless. But she bleep bleep. But she didn't tell you. She or he didn't tell you that. Um, they just told you that they had it. You didn't feel it before that. Yeah, I wasn't in touch with That's my body at the time. To me. Okay. No, um, I was just. Uh, it wasn't even. He didn't drip. Pardon? You didn't have like a little burning, itching, dripping pee pee. Yeah, it looked like. It looked like my urethra was sneezing. It looked like Danny DeVito. It looked like Danny DeVito. Oh, I just picture that in my head. (laughs) No. Yeah, I I had a little drip. I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe I didn't... uh, Like uh, your dick had a cold? (laughs) Fuck you. I'm trying to to open up here. Sorry. No, uh, don't be sorry. It'd be better. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, no, I had a drip, right? You get a drip from your urethra. Yeah, apparently. And uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. I didn't empty my bladder last time I went pee. Yeah. But then I saw the color of it. I was like, oh, that's not What was not it, like pee. mucusy, like greenish? Yeah, it looked like my dick sneezed. Oh, cute. Yeah. I yeah, that picture you. that. Your dick had allergies that, that week. Yeah, I was allergic to that hoe. <laughs> the best part about owning a flashlight, I never have to worry about STDs. I never have to buy another girl dinner again. Anymore with women. (laughs) I never have to buy a girl dinner again. I come home from work after a long day. She's just waiting there for me in bed and ready to go. Yeah, yeah, that must be nice. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't need human contact besides this. Sex toys, man. I fucking cannot even fathom. Yeah, because no one talks about it, right? Normalize people talking about their sex toys and their kinks. Normalize sex. Normalize sexuality. Normalize. Oh, I don't know, like. It's healthy. Yeah, it's so Why do you think nuns and priests fucking beat and hurt people because they're pent up? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're not flicking their bean because the Holy Ghost is watching them. Yeah, that old Holy Ghost. Wish the Holy Ghost would visit me. (laughs) I'm so so lonely. Uh, Your bean. Don't neglect your bean, Frankie. Man, when I broke up with my last boyfriend... um, my girlfriend Morgan and I, we started... Sexy Morgan. Hot Morgan and I, he, like our relationship kind of went in the dumps during my relationship with him. So we started to kind of, to talk again and figure it out and all of that. And we went out for drinks in Toronto and she's like, you're a fucking idiot. I, I never owned a vibrator before. And she's like, buying you one. That second, she literally was like, on Amazon, bought me a vibrator. And 
I am like, how the fuck did I go 28 years without one of these? With subpar dick. Like, with subpar dick (laughs) and without a vibrator. It's crazy to me. Yeah, like, he, I'm like, oh, I need to talk to my therapist, and then I use my vibrator. And I'm like, oh, I was, f- I'm fine. I'm it's fine. Hundred percent, I'm okay. Yeah, well, the amount of girl, I always ask girls, like, can you, can you come from the dick, or do, can I go down and finger and lick? And nine times out of ten, it's like, yeah, the dick just doesn't do it because I'm only lasting I'm three seconds. But I'm only lasting three to five seconds with the dick. Once right? your dick's inside a- of her, upon insertion. Only, is that true? Or are you just hand to God? Hand to God, you can't. Your stamina is so low, you can't. It's called premature ejaculation. Yeah. Let's normalize that too. While Let's we're normalize at it. it. I'm. Ta- I want to <laughs> talk about it. I just don't know whether you're being serious or if this is a bit. No, sorry, this is not a bit. This is real life. Right. Yeah. But that's okay. I just get it's excited. Totally right? okay. I just get because to me, sex is such a personal thing. It's like, oh my god, we're sharing this deep connection. But do you feel that with every person you have sex with? Yeah. That's good. I mean, yeah. Until they give you chlamydia. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm the opposite. I. I was never. And this is not me trying to big up your brother whatsoever. But I was bleep, never bleep. able. To, I'm sure he. I'm surely fine with you not bleeping his name because of this. He's the only man I've ever come from being eaten out. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I've never ever come from from a man eating me out until I met your brother. And I don't think it's because of anything to do with my head either not being the name or from me just being like. It wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, there's nothing. There's nothing a finger in the ass can't fix. There's nothing a finger in the ass can't. Nothing fix. a finger in the ass can't fix. No, it's no, it's so true. Cause, uh, yeah, it's literally cause it's not easy. It's not the same for for a girl to come as for it is for a guy, right? Well, you apparently have more nerve endings, but um, yeah, no, I I every every person's different. Every person's different. People are like, oh, women don't enjoy sex. Women enjoy sex. Women enjoy sex a fuckload. I think that everyone has a different connection to sex. I've got friends who can come because they just love sex and there doesn't have to be any sort of mental or, or romantic they're just watching. Connection. They're just watching Full House and John Stamos comes on screen. And sure. Like, oh. And that's oh. it for them. And they just fucking squirt everywhere. But um, I personally can't orgasm unless I have a romantic connection, which has kind of sucked in the past. Nothing wrong with that. It's a mental thing. I don't know. I think that it has more to do with the stigma that women have been raised around sex, that you shouldn't have sex unless you care about someone, which is the stupidest fucking thing I've (laughs) ever been ever been taught. (laughs) Save it for marriage. It's so stupid. It's a thing, though. Girls are auctioning off their virginity for charity. Like, So I saw a tweet not long ago that said, fuck the term virginity we having sexual debuts now and it's like <laughs> the term virginity is so outdated it's so stupid it's not something you can that's so good it's not something you could like oh i took her virginity it's not something you can fucking take isn't that a little rapey when you say i took it well it's like because that assumes there wasn't gain. it wasn't who reciprocal fucking cares? a woman yeah. who's not a virgin is not any less valuable than a woman who is a virgin yeah. it's like the dumbest i don't want to fuck a virgin well it's because an old it's fucking like old. a virgin is probably my nightmare <laughs> Like, that sounds awful. It's awkward and clammy, and, like, people don't know what they're fucking doing. How'd you lose your virginity? Virginity. I just slurred that. That was exciting. Virginity, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to answer your question with another question. How'd you lose your virginity? Why have you answered that on the show already? Have I, guys? 
Maybe. Negative. We need to hear it. Yeah, how would you lose your virginity? Ah, I think you should ask but, every but guest. Asked, he has asked everyone else. Yeah, I know. He should ask here. every guest because it's so personal. And obviously, it's going to be inappropriate for some people. I lost mine in my dad's basement. <laughs> it was awful. Was your, was your dad there? No. Uh, <laughs> 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 he came home after, and I remember like crying, and he was like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just lost my virginity. And he left the house, and he came back, he and he to walk whipped it a box of condoms at me and he's like we'll talk about this another time i can't deal with this and i'm like ah! it was awful he didn't know how to process I that lost information it to this young brazilian man who was like a year younger oh. than me Ooh. it was not good Ooh. not good Brazil. anyway how'd you lose yours kid yeah so um it happened uh it happened unexpectedly kind of mm-hmm. you I, weren't you weren't expecting it I wasn't expecting, I say unexpectedly, that was like a premature ejaculation joke. Right. Because that was also unexpected. Yeah. And she had experience and I didn't. Huh. But. Where was it? Some other friends, some other friends were popping cherries that night as well. Is <laughs> an orgy? And I, no, no, it was, no, it was one at a time. It was like at the DMV, like you take a number and then yeah, you're yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But it's almost like a porn star scenario. You got to get hard on command. Jesus. Yeah, there's so much. I just didn't know what to do. Like, cause I watch so pressure. much porn. I still watch an excessive I amount don't. of porn, and I I'm out of reality with sex and porn because I watch so much porn. It's skewing my reality That's of love. That's fucked up. See, I told somebody the other week, and every time I tell anybody this, I don't watch porn. They don't believe me, or they think I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. And I don't watch porn because I it's just not something that I was raised around. I wasn't raised around people who were watching a ton of porn. Well, no one's... I was scarred at a young age, where I, like, I remember turning on my friend's older brother's TV, like, one of those old TVs that had the VH system, uh, the cassette system built in. Yeah, like a And just turning a TV on, and there was, like, a porn of, like, seven old, fat... Oh, was that seventy-year-old guys like that lemon shoving party? food into a woman and fucking her? <laughs> and I was like, "This is ter- if this is what sex is, I want nothing to do with it." <laughs> shoving food. Somehow I love sex and food, but like I'm shocked I wasn't <laughs> completely scarred for life. It's funny how the world works. I don't works. like porn. I also find like it's incredibly. Yeah, I don't. I don't like porn either. I don't watch it for the acting. You know what I mean? Correct. I get that for you. Yeah. But that's the other thing I was talking about with the. A- ASMR we were yeah, talking yeah. about Whatever I think it's called <laughs> I think it'd be so cool to hear that behind the scenes before the porn like oh like I hope you got enough lube because like the amount they must chafe from penetrating each other for 45 minutes at a time yeah oh, I can't no, imagine thank the women you. are wet when they're fucking no it would be like Queen Elizabeth's vagine do you think porn stars enjoy sex with their regular partners when they're not at work yeah because it's not a job sex it's not a job they're not at work right but don't don't you think that maybe it would feel like a job even after like i like when i go home after a long day of bartending i don't fucking make myself a really fancy drink (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna crack a beer or i'm gonna pour a tequila soda i'm not gonna she means a dejado yeah I'm not going to... Yeah, I love that you're going for this. I'm totally sending this to Chris. Yeah, We're going for it. Well, he if he, re, if he rejects me at this point, after all that, I'm just not doing another episode. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> we're canceling me, ourselves. Throw me a bone, Chris. Come on, man. No. But, um, yeah, it's... Because uh, I think it's like that. It's like you separate your home and work life in any profession. I feel like porn stars can make that distinction. But sex would feel like work after a while. Yeah, that's why they call it sex work. Yeah. 
Shout out. Shout that is out. not an easy job. No, I could. Uh, I, I I couldn't do it. The thing that's crazy about it is how like it is the oldest job in history, and it's so stigmatized and so taboo. Why but, the fuck wouldn't you do it? But these new jobs, we put them on a pedestal like esports, gaming. People get paid to play video games and make lots of money. I think Morgan should get people. So because Morgan's hot, Morgan can hot get Morgan. paid. Hot Morgan. Shout out Hot Morgan. Shout out Hot Morgan. She could get paid. To, like people would pay her to play video games with them. And I'm like, you have to do that. You need a webcam and you can do that. Yeah, she goes, I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. I'm like, mm, I'm not. I'm not privy, but there's a market to be there's a market out there that you could exploit if you go on twitch i think it's called Mm -hmm. and just i'm sure she knows all about that go bikini and play video games in a bikini yeah fucking hey and then and then but i hate video games and then hot morgan while you're at it you might as well just get an OnlyFans going yeah we've spoken about that yeah i won't say it on air (laughs) Ah, that wasn't a no uh yeah no just kidding i've never met Hot Morgan, but she sounds good. Well, we'll bring her on the show. Yeah, we'll get we'll get hot yeah. hot Morgan on the show. We should sure. do a show in like a in like a kiddie pool fill, filled with Jello. Isn't that dangerous with electrical equipment oh, and let's water? Put them nearby, come on, Quincy, open we'll, up your mind. We'll figure it out. Bro. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> you guys just start throwing toasters in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I wear my? Can I? Can I resurrect my Borat bathing suit if we're in the kiddie pool? I expect it. Yeah. I would be offended if you didn't wear your Borat fucking I, bathing suit. And I won't be grooming for three months before I put it on. Just we feel like what's cheaper, Jello or KY Jelly? Jello for sure. Okay, we fill it with Jello. Oh yeah. <laughs> right on. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So any uh, any closing thoughts here, Franco? Ah oh, man. Um... If you're listening to this and you need any help, please feel free to reach out. It's a hard time for all of us. Um, Quincy needs to get an Instagram account for this amazing podcast that he's doing. I love that you're doing this. I think that it's absolutely incredible. It's not just me. There's a whole team here. I know. I know there's a but whole yeah, team. Thank you so 100%. much. 100%. I think that, uh, yeah, start talking more about more of these. Sorry. Start talking more about these tabooed and stigmatized things and yeah. making them... A little more, more well normalized, hundred percent. No, that's honestly, honestly, Frankie, that's the main goal. Yeah. Just to make that more out there, and then to talk about things. Yeah, yeah. Like like depression, because like. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out. Uh, his name's Matthew Carmelo. He's a local artist, local singer from Hamilton, mm-hmm. and he has a great song. Um, it's called "Lost a Friend." It's on Spotify. It's uh, it's about he wrote a song about losing a good friend to suicide. Yeah, and I and I've lost friends to suicide, and to listen to that, and he, it was weird. I heard the song, and he put in my head what I was thinking. Like when I heard the song, it was like, "Fuck, that's so amazing!" And he's just very talented, like that. Just like the three of them are, Sash, Zach, and Justin. Like they're mm-hmm. so talented with everything they do. Because we're just talking right now, and then there's so much behind the scenes that they do. And it's, it's all like, behind the scenes. Fuck, yeah. You and I could talk for <laughs> days about the dumbest shit ever. It's all about the editing and the people playing DMX in the background. Yeah. And the bean flicking. Bean flicking. Bean flicking. I was talking about you. First and foremost. Yeah, well, it's what keeps me sane. <laughs> hey, everyone's got something. No shit. Some, yeah. We all have our strengths. Yeah, but uh, yeah, once again, thanks for stopping by the Prickly thanks Cactus. Thanks for having me. This podcast. is fun. Anytime. I'll come by and drink and shoot the shit with you anytime. Love that. 
thanks to everything Hurt Studios and to Dejado, please. We're going to put it out there one more time. All right, thanks for listening, guys. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Mm-hmm.